1: Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed.
2: Hello, and welcome to Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes. And that's usually when you tell your friends, Funniest Thing, you're not going to believe this. Yes. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Middle School Studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland.
3: Ah. That's right. Home of the... Little Rascals. That's right. Our favorite gurus. The original spiritual teachers of Daryl and Ed. Yes, they are. All things were possible with the Little Rascals.
2: And if you listen to our last episode, you can hear a story where I was actually inspired by the Little Rascals. That's right. All the way in Clifton, New Jersey. Yes. Um, Today is a great title and today and and topic yes and that's kindness choose it or lose it yeah and i'm gonna read our little description kick it off okay why can't everybody be nice (laughs) (laughs) how many times have we heard that in our heads it says, uh, God gives us freedom of choice and abundance of whatever we choose. Right. Daryl and Ed have discovered that being kind is special because it's a choice we must make. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be reading from the Daily Word in the second segment. Today we have a special guest. Laura Shepard. That's right. She yes. was a host on Absolute Living
3: with our favorite Unity minister who drops by and reads the daily word with us, Ellen right.
2: Devonport.
3: That's right, and we didn't know what to do because Ellen was getting busy, and all of a sudden I had a little hunch. But wait, and we, uh, Laura, who used to read Laura, yeah, Harvey. first Laura went off to do bigger and bolder things. That's right. And now Ellen's back to her ministry, and I had a little hunch, like why don't we ask Ellen? And when when we did, Ellen lit up and like sent a us Christmas tree. like a Christmas tree, and told us about the most genius idea. And that genius idea will join us in the second segment. That's Laura Shepard. Laura Shepard.
2: And that's just another example of Daryl and Ed kind of just go with the flow. We're like we like spiritual Mr. Magoos. That's right. We don't fight the idea. We don't go, well, I don't know. No, it's just like,
3: all right, I guess that's the perfect person for today. That's right, because it's always this or something better. That's right. Just go with the flow. Because today's all about prayer, and that's always a good thing to tack on to your prayers, right? This... Or something, something better, because it always works out better when it's meant to be better. Isn't it always meant to be better? And it's always meant to be better. <laughs> that is to say, it always works better than the little ideas I come up with. Me too. When God has something better in mind. And uh, Daryl was sharing with me something that one year old buddies in the Marines... Do you want to do our three breaths first, or do the Marine story? Let's do the breaths and then to the Marines. How's good, Yeah,
2: good idea, because we got good breaths. And we actually got some feedback yes. from a fan, Yes, uh, Jill. Yes. And she actually said she likes when we do the three breaths. Yes. Because just like Daryl and Ed, it's the something that we're always like when we're asked to do it or right. think about doing it mm-hmm. or invited to do it. It's always like
3: Ugh, I don't want to do this, right? But then I always, I'm always glad we did it. That's right. It's like the saying: the when you don't feel like meditating, that's when you need to meditate, yeah. right? So today's breaths, because today's show is all about kindness. Choose it or lose it, which is part of the daily word today is praying Pray for, for others. Pray for others. So. We have come to discover some really simple tools for praying for others that we find very effective and one of them is sharing our joy with the world. So today's little saying is my joy is a blessing to the world. So we'll start just take a breath and let it all clear out. This is not one of the three. Okay, good thing. Okay, it's take a me. deep breath. Ah. <laughs> uh, my joy is a blessing to the world Ah, my joy
2: is a blessing to the world Ah,
3: my joy
4: is a blessing
3: to the world ah 1930s tv studio audience laughter and There's a Fazzaro in the back of the class he let out a little snicker on that one well, classic So then now we are going to move into a few readings that really kind of anchor what today's show is all about yes and uh just uh out of Emmett Fox around the year with Emmett Fox a, a book of daily readings that we talk about quite frequently on the show which You can go to daily... No, what's it called? Goodreads. Yeah,
2: Daryl and Ed is the username at Goodreads and get all the books.
3: Yeah, goodreads.com, Daryl and Ed, all one word. You can get all the books mind you you're not purchasing them from our warehouse i <laughs> know like i mean we online
2: just, dealers we and, just made it easy for people who are interested because we get a lot of fan mail saying what was that book you were referring yeah. to so we put it all in. we're getting a lot of our fans are becoming our friends on
3: goodreads as well that's right and just like in i'm a i'm in teaching uh i'm a teacher so i learned a long time ago not to reinvent the wheel every morning we read these simple things that remind us and get our mind in tune for the day, keep and this it, yeah, keep so, it simple, sweetheart that's right, sweetheart. This one is from September first, and it is called Divine Love, never fails." Divine love never fails, divine love solves every problem. statements like these appear again and again in metaphysical books, and of course they are perfectly true, certain it is that many people firmly believe them and yet have obviously been unable to prove them in demonstration. Why is this? The explanation is that, consciously or unconsciously, people think of love as some sort of power outside of themselves, and they expect that, presently, if they beg hard enough, this power will come down and rescue them. There is, in fact, no such outside power, and therefore you cannot receive help in that way. The only place where love can exist, as far as you are concerned, is in your own heart. Any love that is not in your heart does not exist for you. The thing for you to do then is to fill your own heart with love by thinking it, feeling it, and expressing it. And when this sense of love is vivid enough, it will heal you and solve your problems, and it will enable you to heal others, too. That is the law of being, and none of us can change it.
2: Ah, oh, That is so awesome and that actually reminded me of a story, but what really reminded me of this story was I was listening to an episode of Discovering Eric Butterworth, which mm-hmm. is another great show on Unity Online Radio. Yeah,
3: you go to the uh, archives,
2: right? To that's that, right. That
3: show. It's, uh, we both love that show. It's so uh, it's, it's practical.
2: Practical spirituality, which, it's, made, which is the only thing actually either one of us is interested in. That's right. So right. Eric Butterworth on that show, I was telling Ed said the greatest quote from Lao Tzu, which is, The human spirit has its source in the divine fountain, which must be permitted to flow freely through man. Mm. And that reminded me when I was 27 years ago, it's always darkest before the dawn, and I was in a lot of trouble in the military and sent to a rehabilitation center. Ironically, it was all about love and it was Marines teaching us that love is the most powerful chemical in the universe and mm. dissolves everything which is not of itself. So it was really mind blowing. But one of the things that nails this down that was explained to me was they were sharing how guys like me in that situation, the other knucklehead that I was in there with end up in so much trouble and end up in so much pain emotionally mm. and reach out for things like alcohol or right. a get rich quick schemer. Right. You know a, or an unnecessary guru you yes. know to fix it. And what he said was he said God fills us like with this fountain of love that Lao Tzu talked about Right. And it must have an outlet. But the problem is we're so afraid of exposing that love we have because we think it'll make us vulnerable. Right. That we're we're reluctant to share that and then we start thinking we need to get love from the outside. Right. Whether it's approval, because I'm gonna once I'm famous I'll get approval, or if you're like me, you know what? I'm just gonna have a bottle of scotch and it's like throwing chlorine in the stagnant pool. Right, feels good for for swimming for a little while, and then I'm sick again. Right, and he said this. He goes, the only way to recover, the only way to really live, and the only way to enjoy a life free of fear is to start giving love. And I'm going, oh my god! Well, how am I going to give love with it? And he made it so simple. He goes, look, guys, start out simple. If you see someone struggling to open a door, just help them open the door. Right. If you see someone on your walk, smile and give them a wave and let them go. Right. Don't worry if they smile back. Yeah. When you're at the store, you see the barista at the coffee shop, just say hi. How you doing? Just get in the habit of that. And you will start to feel, you will begin feeling so good mm-hmm. that you will begin to practice habi- this habitually. Yes. And that's what keeps, you know, people like alcoholics sick and stuff. Right. Because we're afraid to share the love. Yeah. And we think we've got to get it from the outside. And right. like Emmett Fox said, it never works. But once we start giving it. Yeah. It's like when you wash your car, what's the first thing that gets cleaned?
4: The, the, insi- the
3: inside
2: of the hose. Yes, you gotta let love flow.
3: Yeah, and you're pointing out something very simple, which is easy to overlook, but that saying those little hellos and the little doing the little things that really uh, those are the things that for me really prime the pump because we what what we say we read it and we've said it is the goal is to get the wa- the love that's within us flowing to, again. Yes, to get flowing. in harmony with that flow again. So doing those little things. It's, it's better for me to do a few little simple things. Like when I was at the beach the other night, I was feeling kind of funky. And I wanted to sit, I mean, sit down and send love to people. But I really didn't even feel like I could do that because oh, there was so much like negativity in my mind. Yeah, I hear So I, sa- I just said, you know, my intention right now is to send love to people. Yes. And I just sat there. And within uh, just a few minutes, so I started to send love to people. I got back in my car. I went to the grocery store. Then once I got there, I was just like, yeah, my whole – that's all I want to do right now is to send love to people. Because as I was doing that, all of a sudden I started remembering, wait, my life is going really, really well. And I started sharing that love with everyone around me, and it just turned into such – just a very uh, pleasant you know, experience. And and that – you put a bunch of those pleasant experiences together. That's what, for me, makes a great life. Well, and that – and since our –
2: since our experience is always a reflection of our inner life yeah it's everything shifts yes and science is even saying this is true we posted on our facebook page a link to a recent npr scientific study saying prayer does change things it even changes the mind and changes your experience right yes and i just want to say this if when you start doing this like if you're for the first time saying hello to people and a lot of people just keep going with their heads down. Yeah. You may fall into the thoughts that I did in the beginning. It was like, well, I just gave that guy a hello, and he didn't say hello back. Right. Which is normal at first to feel that way. But what I was taught was start to see it as, no, that's a little gift. Yes. And your hello did heal that person. Yes. He was in his own little world. And now when that guy later on gets home from his hard day at work, right. that one little hello, when his son comes up, and says, Daddy, I'm having a problem with this math, that father, instead of going, God darn it, can't you see I'm busy? I had a hard day at work. Instead, your little hello or smile you gave that businessman earlier in the day
3: gave him enough love to go, you know what, Johnny, let me take a look at that. Yeah, yeah. And it goes back to something that you had, that realization the other day when you were driving by the Kirk Douglas Theater, which is very important because in the beginning – when i'm not feeling feeling and i and i start to step out and say hello to people like you said and then i if they're not quite ready to say hello yet that's where i really get to say no this is a choice that i'm doing for me yes you know i'm doing this to prime my own pump and this is just giving me a a more of a reason to to uh you know make sure that it's a choice that i'm making not just because i'm getting the approval of someone else
2: right and that's what happened i was driving you know, through our little town here in Culver City. I was right by a traffic light. I could tell you where it happens. When you have those thoughts that just click and you're like, holy mackerel, that makes perfect sense. I was right at the spotlight by the Kirk Douglas Theater in Culver City. And all of a sudden it hit me. No wonder I appreciate people who are... like ever notice when you go to a shop or something, and you always appreciate when someone's nice. yeah, Or when someone just opens a door for you, you're like, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. thank you. Or offers to help you carry something when you're struggling. Yeah. And in this moment it hit me. That's why I'm so like I, I, I I'm so appreciative of it and impressed by it is because subconsciously, deep down inside me, I'm realizing they had to make that choice. Yes to be kind right and then that's where we could let go of when we start beating ourselves up because we have negative thoughts being kind wouldn't seem so special or feel so good if we didn't have the choice to be kind right. if we were just automatically kind i wouldn't right. even believe you if you said hey that shirt looks great on you i'd go he's just telling me that because we're forced to." Right. you know we're not we're programmed to be kind right but because man has the choice to destroy himself and also has the choice to improve himself Mm -hmm. that's what makes being kind when people are kind to me
3: seem instinct intuitively not instinctually but intuitively so wonderful right and choosing to act kindly we talked about this with affirmations is really just choosing to act in alignment with what is real with who with who i really am because we talk about that fountain of loving that's actually who i am so when i choose to be kind i'm choosing to act in alignment with that which is why we chose the title. Kindness. Choose it or lose it. Because there's moments where I'm about to lose it. If I can find one kind thing to do, yes. that's the other part of it. It often helps me to get back into alignment with myself while my brain comes back together, oh. you know, and I, and I get back into the flow of things. And the other fact that's in our
2: description is God gives us freedom to choice and we get abundance of whatever we choose. Yes.
3: That's you right. will
2: get what you
3: choose. That's
2: right. We're just talking consciously, not even physical choices. Well, you get that too. If I right. want, if I want a hot dog, I get a hot dog.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right, right. right. That goes along with that, that, that uh, meta, the, kind of the metaphysical meaning of that Bible passage about from He who has, that's right, gets more. He who has gets more, and he who has not more shall be taken, taken away. And that's like. The total, when I'm sitting there in that, I don't, you know, I, I can't have what I want or this world is cruel or that person, blah, 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 that he I didn't just say doing. hello back. Right. But <laughs> doing a, making a simple choice to send love and even just setting the intention to send love to people and be, and to the, it could be, and especially it could be the people right around me in the cars, on the street. Speaking of, every, you know, cause
2: that's, this is another key and this might give incentive. It's a real quick one is that everyone remember everyone is a golden link in the chain to your good that's
3: right everyone everyone
2: i was same kirk douglas theater i was in line for a show there yes and i was behind an elderly man with his wife right and the ticket taker was like this young you know wannabe actress who's working at the theater right kind of upset that she's giving out tickets and not on stage you could tell yeah and she's like giving this old man a hard time like almost like come on old man just stop fumbling and move on right so then i get past the old man gets through finally Mm -hmm. i hand my tickets me and my buddy get in and now we're walking alongside the old man and his wife all of a sudden i'm like oh my god that old man is kirk douglas (laughs) his name is on the theater this actress is working at she's so upset about i'm not great i should be on stage i shouldn't be doing the tickets she doesn't even realize the guy that she's berating his name is on the thing he's a hollywood legend And me and Jeff wandered in like, how you doing, Mr. Douglas? She's like, oh, fine. You know, I mean, yes. he's very old. But it was just shows you, you never know who you're being kind to.
3: So, just did a little highlight of, your of what's to come or what? So, anyway, on that note, that was a great story. <laughs> that That's a- one of the funniest things that happens.
2: Yeah, we get great little yeah,
3: nudges, which we need because it's a- it's actually time to go to break. Yeah, so, anyway, coming up next, we have... Laura Shepard, to Woo. read The Daily Word. We're very excited about that. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight.
5: wellness expert, Dr. Michelle Robin, on healthy living.
6: In the game of wellness, there's some basic habits that you need to embrace in order to live a well life. In her
5: book, Wellness on a Shoestring, Robin shows you that complete wellness of body, mind, and spirit doesn't have to cost a fortune. Client Eddie Penrice turned his health around with Dr. Robin's seven habits for a healthy life.
4: I've got to say my body just embraced the change. Besides feeling better, looking better, thinking more clearly.
5: Many of Robin's seven habits for a healthy life are simple and free. She offers tips and shares real stories from clients like Eddie, who've incorporated the habits into their lives and seen the
4: results. You can make this change by being convicted that you will do it, that you don't need anyone else's assistance or help to do it.
5: Make this the year you get healthy. Discover a low-cost, attainable path to feeling better than ever. Order wellness on a shoestring today at www.shopunity.org.
6: Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Reverend Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love. Be the Peace through practical application by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at thing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
3: All righty. Welcome back to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly Always leads to better than expected outcomes and kindness. Kindness. Choose it or lose it. Speaking choose it of or that, lose it. Yes. Time to
2: choose kindness
3: and do our thank yous. That's right. So first, we're gonna uh, say thank you to our listeners. Our listeners. And uh, we have the best listeners in the business. Yeah. You said so yourself. I agree wholeheartedly. We saw we got a great Ooh. photo from one of our fans. Yeah,
2: they'll just that'll make Brett Michaels
3: jealous. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. But uh, we have. Let's see here. We have a chief engineer.
2: We have a chief engineer. Who makes engineer. us sound great? The best engineer The best ever. in the business. If he can make us sound good,
3: he can make anybody sound good.
2: And that's Jeff Comfort, because every week he
3: takes us right into the comfort zone. Woo! Buzzing the tower. That gives me the chills every time. Not to mention all the coffee that spills all over the desk. (laughs) We've talked to him about that before, but he insists on doing it. He's a maverick. What are you going to do? We love him. He is the man behind the original Top Gun story. So we also have a shout-out to the prayer line. 800, now pray. Great. Go ahead.
2: 800-669-7729. Yes. And real men... Have the guts to call the prayer line. Yeah. It actually does take guts. It does. Because it's the last thing I want to do. Even though I believe in all this, I practice all this. For some reason, making that call is like, mm, no, I could handle this on my own. Even though I'm praying, I'm right. but then as soon as I make that call. It really is a letting go process and that's where the healing
3: starts. And it's perfect for today's show which is choose it or kindness choose it or lose it because the first step in kindness is to choose to do something to get myself back on track so that I'm flowing cuz I can do all manner of things where I think I'm being kind and if I'm not feeling that love that love first it could all be very misguided. You know what I'm saying? So the first step for me is just to reach out, get myself or sit down I love the prayer line because they're they're really good at what they do, and uh, they really. When I get off that phone, I know that there's a whole lot of people praying with me, and just to hear those affirmative words coming from someone else's mouth, it's just so um, relaxing. Even and just so our listeners know, there's
2: no obligation. That's right. It doesn't cost a thing except your own. Peace of mind.
3: That's well, retain. right. That's right. Um, a sponsor shout out. Yeah. So our sponsor
2: is iItaly. The one-stop shop online for info on entertainment concerning Italy and Italian Americans. So you can visit them online at i-Italy.org.
3: There's a whole bunch of cool stuff about Italy and Italian Americans there. So check that out.
2: Now the Daily Word segment Woo! of our show. Yes. And just so our listeners know, because I forgot to mention it last week, the Daily Word is a daily meditation. Great way to start your morning. Yes. Available at DailyWord.com. Yes. And you can get a full year subscription for only fourteen ninety five. And I did the math. It's only four cents a day that's fantastic four cents a day and you know what if it if it inspires you and makes you feel good yes. just once you still get 364
3: more meditations yes because we mentioned it last week <laughs> that we came out of the closet and acknowledged that daryl and i don't always feel so chipper when we wake up so having that that loving reading right there to just sit down on the sofa or wherever you choose to do it and get your mind again for me get my mind on track is just uh, invaluable so it's a, just a very small investment and just like they used to say in the vaudeville days, without any more
2: ado, we're going to introduce our guest, Laura Shepard. Come on down. Yes. Thank you. Yeah,
0: well, Very nice to be here with you guys. Ellen tells me stories about you guys. So wow, ready for some entertainment.
2: <laughs> so that's what we're all curious. How do you know? Ellen. Reverend Ellen Devonport.
0: Well, we're BFFs, and we met about thirteen years ago she she started to be the associate minister at the church in uh, Dallas, the Unity in Dallas, and I was a member, and uh, I just thought I'm going to be friends with that woman, and oh. you know. Uh, we became friends, and we've been friends. She's really, though, she's really not a friend. She's, like, family, just completely family.
2: Uh, you know? We can see that. We yes. feel the so the TMZ release that the two of you were Vegas showgirls is
4: incorrect? Hey.
0: no, Ellen was not. Now, I think <laughs> I, I told you that on break that she's not. That's a mistake. It was uh. only me. And she'd come and watch, but no, she, she didn't participate.
2: Ah. Oh, we're so happy to have Yes, you. definitely. <laughs> so, so can you read today's Daily Word for us?
0: Oh, I, is that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So it's called Pray for Others. When I pray for others, love flows. Flowing water finds its way around obstacles. The tallest mountain cannot block it. The deepest valley cannot contain it. Water persistently moves through the smallest cracks and openings. It evaporates and returns as rain or freezes and expands on land. In time, even jagged rocks and war- are worn smooth by the water. Similarly, persistent prayer shifts our state and our life experience. I enter the flow of prayer to navigate situations until either they change or I see them differently. I open my heart in prayer to create a sacred space for those I don't agree with or understand. I pray for others, knowing that in the flow of life, love always finds a way. Through the act of prayer, we are all blessed. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Matthew chapter 5,
3: verse
0: 44. Oh, so true. So, true. Oh my so true. And it was great to read that and great to listen to your guys first segment. And just I just want to thank you for the reminder because I was complaining about this this morning and I do this regularly oh. that. oh Hello, puppy.
2: That's our uh, (laughs) postal Uh, pitbull getting the mail back. She'll be bringing it in later.
0: Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) I told my dogs not to say a word during the show. Hmm. (laughs) But I really appreciate it. Remind that people don't say hi back to me. That's okay. Because that bugs me. And I was complaining this morning about people in Encinitas. You know, sort of look the other way or you know, like you said, they kinda of put their heads down or whatever. Right. And I I lived in Dallas for seventeen years and was raised in Wisconsin. So it's like I have a uncomfortable reaction and I really appreciate what you said. That really that just completely changed the perception. So I appreciate that.
3: Oh fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, we were listening to the Daily Words it was hit at home. It just really reminded me that what Daryl and I do most, more than anything, we head to little chapels and things. When things are, when we first met, we talked a whole lot more. Now a lot of what we do, if there's something up, the first thing we do is find. Like we have a little chapel at the convent slash bookstore down the street. Turn it all over. Get ourselves in a in a in a uh, the right state of mind where this stuff starts to unfold naturally, right? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, where we start to get in the flow. And that when we're in the flow, that is when funniest things happen and 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 just so our listeners know and may
2: not know like that's one of the positive things about the catholic churches they're always open and they're never foreboding and they'll never turn you away and they will never disturb you while you're in there yes so if you need a break you can always just drift into a catholic church we have a few chapels in town that both ed and i use in emergencies and when we're feeling good too yeah and it's just one of those things like take the best and leave the rest with all we embrace all just like unity we see the good in all the different forms of religions that are out there and where they can benefit us and it is true should we let them know the rumor is true
3: yes spill the beans the
2: beans are true Ed and Daryl really do rehearse or, or prepare their show in a convent in Culver City. That is correct. A matter of fact, we had six
3: nuns. Uh, Telling us jokes today at the same time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> for the show.
3: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So do you have a little... Where do you go, to, to Laura, to to, to reconnect? Or, or do you have a specific I place? Have,
0: or? Well, I have a little room. It was my son's old room. And... um. I, it's a, I made it into an art room. I love to make these designs, you know, so I yeah. sit in there and I do the designs, which give me great bliss. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, my meditation. And then I, um, oftentimes put on CDs of inspirational books and listen to that, have a
3: fine
0: yeah. candle burning and do my art and I get high.
3: Yes. See that yeah. feeling of high. That's what we're talking about. Cause that. Yeah. Pers- the perception of everything that's happening as soon as that high feeling comes in doesn't the world just look totally different
0: oh yeah i mean i could tell you a long story i won't but i mean i just uh if anyone's listening from our, my old show they're i going to believe this but i just came out of a wicked depression mm. and i just feel so happy And Uh so alive, you know, and nothing's changed except my attitude, my perception, my, you know, I'm just alive, yeah, and I'm dead. So, oh, it's awesome,
2: yeah. It really is an inside job because that's the thing. It's like Mm -hmm. when I, when I ever I get out of those moments where I'm depressed or not quite in a line, then it's almost like I'm like. Well, nothing's changed, but everything's changed. Like I'm not in a different job. I'm not driving a different car. I don't have a different wife. I'm not living in a different house. But now everything's fantastic, which really lets me know that
3: it is the internal world that is the one we need to care for. I heard, yes, I heard it said that the opposite of depression. This helped me one time. It said the opposite of depression is expression and then, then, then and that's all about good. what we're talking about was once we start flowing and then you put your arms up like i just saw you put your arms up the, the listeners can't see you but you know just everything just feels good we start to sing our song of joy you know to yeah. the world and we yeah. go yeah. that's when daryl and i are going around and just having a grand time and running into people in fact last week i was at i was going i was in my own little funk and uh it was kind of related to the show and which is usually a sign that things are going really well If something new, like, you know, is coming up from inside me. So I went to the, uh, first I went to the nun's chapel and while I was there, I had this moment of just remembrance of something that this image I had at one point in my life, which is that we're all like roses and that our heart is already Mm -hmm. this blossoming rose. And when you look around, everyone's so perfect and beautiful because within their heart, without having to say anything is this rose that's blown. So, so, so funny say i come out of the chapel i'm gonna go over to the local coffee roaster the conservatory over here in culver city which we love yes of course on the way out of the chapel i see this single rose blooming in the Um. parking lot (laughs) i go to the the coffee shop it it was too crowded but next to at that moment so next door is our uh, one of our favorite churches to dip into which is saint augustine's here in culver city and one of the things i like to do is light a candle Because, you know, you you put a little donation and you light a candle because for me, the candle, just like that rose image, like is an image of my own heart sending love Mm. to the world. So I light the candle like lightening up, like sending light out, reigniting your soul. Yeah. So I do that. Like if I have a meeting, I'll stop by there and I'll just sit for a minute uh, or a few seconds and imagine myself being the light in the meeting. But that day I did that. I opened my eyes and it turns out they're having confession. At at that very moment, which I hadn't been to in a while, but I felt compelled. Go to the confession. So I sat in the pew waiting in line. And then this this is where the flow really started happening. Yes, this
2: is where the – once you step out and go with your intuitive thought, it's almost
3: like boom, 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 reassurance. In walks Sister Emily, one of our friends – from the local convent, well, convent who Daryl had actually written an article about years before we met her, right?
2: That's right. Two years prior to this, I did a story on these Pauline sisters because they're like the media version of the Vatican. They make the movies, the yeah. books, the cartoonists. And they sent me stock photography, the Vatican PR, yes. and it had these three new nuns. With their heads out the side of a giant church door like the Beatles on a Beatles album cover. Yeah. So I said, I'm using that. And one of them that gave me their names was Sister Emily. Emily. So
3: yeah. Now she's here so, in our life. This yeah. Is, how does that stuff happen? I sitting know. Next to know. So she sits next to me. So I'm feeling pretty good. I'm sitting next to a nun in line for confession. <laughs> and some guy, some nervous guy walked in and kind of cut in line. We, I said, go right ahead. And we both, nun, Sister Emily and I looked at each other and lovingly nodded like we knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. So then I go into the confession. And I always feel kind of like, it, even since I was a kid, I said, I told the guy, I said, like, I haven't been here in a while. You might have to help me. And he said, well, how long has it been? And long story short, he was kind of like a gruff guy. In the past, I would have been turned away just because I would or have shut yeah, down. or shut down because he was kind of gruff. Instead, I said, "This is just what I need—someone to give me a real kick in the butt." So, <laughs> so we get going, and I basically I was there because I wanted to talk about letting go of grudges and forgiveness. And he said, "Well, what about you? Have, okay, what else are your sins?" I said, yeah, I have, "There's probably a million of them, but what I really could use help with is this." So, all of a sudden, he lightened up. Ah, and he started. He told me two really good things. Well, this is, but I gotta say this: this
2: is what's magical. Yeah, because. He was probably doing a thousand of those. And he knows all the people that come here do it by the robotic method. What are your sins? What do you want to do? How long has it been? And they respond with those pat answers that people are taught. Now you come in and you're just honest. Like, look, I probably have a thousand sins, but can you really help me forgive it? And you're like you let him off the hook, and he finally got to be.
3: I think like I would feel like yeah. Now I get this is why I became a priest. That's right. And he certainly looked younger. He lightened up, and he started uh, sharing more straight from his heart. And, and one of the things he told me was, which was music to my ears, which is basically this: that you you can forgive someone and still learn the lesson in the interaction. And he gave the two exa- He gave one example, which was he said, if you lend your car to a friend he said if i lend my car to a friend and he takes it for a ride around the neighborhood and then he steals all the change out of the a- out of the ashtray he's like i now i know he's a thief i can forgive him but i'm not going to lend him my car again
2: <laughs> Wait, hang on this story is so good and we're coming up on break and that's like the perfect place to like yeah, stall yeah. it and we'll come back in the third section and Laura, would you want to hang out with us for the third segment sure Oh, yeah. be fun. That would yeah. be great. We appreciate that. All right, that. so stay tuned for more funniest thing on Unity Online Radio.
3: This one is called The Pants, take 8.
2: I
6: Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about The Soul of Money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste.
4: Join author Lynn Twist for the blessing of the financial crisis you'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways?
1: We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio.
2: Hey, welcome back to Funniest Thing. And if you were listening and with us during the last segment, you're about to hear the final chapter of Ed's Confession.
4: Ooh,
2: (laughs) what happened to Ed in
3: the confessional box? That's right, that's right. And again, today's show is called Kindness. Choose it or lose it. And this priest that I spoke with at St. Augustine's gave me some great tips on how to choose kindness. The first one was, you can forgive someone and still learn the lesson that you're there to learn. The second one was, he started to tell me about the lotus flower. He said, the Buddhists talk about the lotus flower and he said what he pointed out to me was that out of this murky water this beautiful flower can grow and then
2: wait i was gonna say though this is where ed told me when he told me the story the first time he goes as soon as you mentioned the buddhist that that, that, like got my attention like that's right and you know what i said to ed and maybe i was thinking for him but what i felt was like it was almost like i said I think it wasn't so much the Buddhist. I think he was speaking your language
3: because it's like, wow, he's open-minded. Oh yeah, because I'm by no means Buddhist. I just agree with you wholeheartedly that that's what it is. It's like, okay, now we're looking at the broad picture, and then you know, yeah, it broadens our attitude about priests and It's like, wow, he's this is God sending this guy to really help me. Yes, exactly, and I agree with you because that's why we love unity. Is that it's very inclusive. The shows here, the the, the the literature, everything's very inclusive. So when he said that, like you said, it just, my shoulders went down even more. I just relaxed. And he said about the, the lotus flower being beautiful and growing in the dirty water. And then he said, now I'm not Buddhist. I'm Catholic. <laughs> he <laughs> this said, that's great. Yeah. And he said, I like roses. And uh, he said to me. For, he said, for, one thing he said, one thing he does when he forgives people, when he's praying and letting go, is he imagines them and he says, God bless you, sends them love, and sends them on their way. And then he turned to me, though, and like we were starting to get to know each other in this brief time. He said, This may sound crazy. And this is where we really became friends. 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 He's like, But what I imagine is, and remember, this is me coming out of the chapel where I had just had that memory of that image of us being roses. So, he says to me, this may sound crazy, but what I do when, when I'm forgiving someone is I imagine them, and I imagine myself handing them a rose and saying, bless you. And he said, "This sweet it's like giving them a sweet gift and acknowledging that I'm learning from my thorns and I'm learning from your thorns and giving them a gift on their way. And that just had me, that was like all of a sudden I was really in the flow that we're talking about all that love, I felt it from him. I felt it in my own life. I felt it in Sister Emily. I felt it in this stuff is amazing. And it's just, though, so, that's the key, though. We have
2: a choice. Meaning, if you're feeling miserable, like they would say to me, move a muscle, change emotion. motion. We have to be willing to at least step in the right direction. Because right. You, you're not like... That's when we need to step in the right direction. And yours was, let me just go in this chapel. Yeah. And then the hunch, let me do a confession. Instead of your reasoning mind going, well, that's stupid. I don't
3: need confession. Yeah. I'm not really Catholic. But no, yeah. no, you just went with the... And the priest even shared one last little piece he shared, oh, which this was is hilarious. Because awesome. it was showed him being a human, maneuvering this world was... He said, for example, when, my, when I am hang out with my sister, I know that whatever I say is going to be an argument. So now... If she says, what color is that? And he pointed to this black wall and he said, and, and she he said, if she says, what color is that? I simply say, I'm not sure. What color do you think it is? You know, what color do you think it is? And, uh, you know, and then he, he gave a few more examples of questions like that where well, he yeah. just he said, now we could be friends. Yes. We see each other. We go our separate ways. Everything's fine. Yeah, he's willing, really like,
2: do I want to be right or happy? Yes. It's so good. I and mean, All this stuff. Yeah. This is why I love the show. This is why I right. love all these tools. Because I never knew. It's like common sense has become uncommon sense. And uncommon sense is now common sense. Yeah.
3: It's, it's so wonderful. Speaking of that, I want to share one little thing Daryl has said to me recently. The wisdom of the dir, as I call him. He said to me. When he prayed, and, and I've been applying it, that's why I'm quoting it. He talked about how when he's praying, the easy way, like sometimes it feels challenging to get into a meditation. And I mentioned this earlier when I was at the beach, how I started to send, and I even just sent the intention to send love to people. But Daryl told me what he imagines the people in his life smiling. And why do you imagine them smiling? Because it was genius. Oh, yeah I
2: what I do is because it's hard to start meditating, I understand, but the easiest way I've found is I'll, I'll imagine people in my life and it doesn't it could be someone who's a whoever pops in my head first, sometimes it's someone who's going through trials, sometimes it's someone who I'm upset with. Sometimes it's just someone I have nothing going on but love, like my wife or like Edward. right And what I'll do is to help me get into that good feeling of God's love, I imagine them smiling and happy with their families, even those I'm upset with. Mm -hmm. I imagine smiling, even those that I may have a desire to help them with a particular outcome. Instead of thinking of a particular outcome, I just imagine them happy and with their families or just enjoying their life. Right. And I think that's why you said, because then I'm not okay, so-and-so's going in trouble with this health issue or so-and-so. It's this way I'm not meddling in God's plan, but right. I really am getting everything in a line with the divine order. Because right. you told me
3: the goal of all having any health or anything else anyway is to, is be, to happy. be happy. So why not imagine them just being, being happy. happy? And then whatever has to happen to support that can happen in God's way. In and God's will time. happen. And, and, and actually Ellen Davenport wrote a great blog this week about this very thing and her one of the things i took from it was to focus loving energy that they can do you know fulfill their purpose that they can be what they have come to be so that was another great way because i had the same question ellen wrote in her blog which was well why should i pray for people if i don't want to meddle in god's you know in god's will their 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 consciousness is their consciousness so in these ways, imagining them happy or directing love towards them, that, that they may do what they've come here to do. Yes. These ways, we're we're just sending love and and, and you know like a a charge of positive energy their way without meddling in their affairs. And you could read
2: that at, I believe it's EllenDevinport dot com. Yes. EllenDevinport dot com, if you want to read that. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, and this this show reminds me of a story about a friend of mine, a good friend of mine named Dottie. Um, lives in dallas and you know she told me this story that one day she was um she was um going to some meeting and she was feeling just it you know kind of feeling slimy with with negative um uh you know just negative feelings she just was in a funk and so she um decided she didn't want to go to this meeting and feel like this and bring all this yucky energy, you know. And so she decided to just call three people that she loved Mm. and just tell them that she loved them. And I was one of them. And she's, I know, that was so cool. And the time she got to the meeting, she was just in the flow, like you guys are talking out just completely shifted her perception of that's a great
2: tool that's a great example it was awesome yeah that's something all of us can do because i would a lot of times when i'm in a jam something i do is i'll do a quick postcard to someone like a funny postcard because no one Mm -hmm. gets postcards anymore and i've been doing it for years but there's no room on there to brag about yourself yeah so there's only enough room To say what a postcard is for. Right. Hey, I'm thinking about you. hope you're doing great. And then I mail it off. And just the idea of them getting it as
3: a surprise
2: lifts my spirit. Yeah, and
3: you can use Facebook. I mean, yes. for crying out loud. Hit up three people on Facebook. That's what I've done in the past. And man... It does the trick because it's sending, it's getting the love flowing. I mean, that's yes, what and that's what about. all our readings were about today. And you Kindness, know, what? choose it or lose it. And one choice we like to make on the show is to provide you with a humor. Joke of the day. Yes, yes, to really get things flowing. Are we going to do this one? Let's do it since it's right here. It won't take us long. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, a joke of the day. The prof- uh, you will be playing the part of the farmer. Okay, okay. A professor who was well known for showing off his knowledge came across a farmer taking a nap. Wake up, my friend, and let's play a game together. The farmer, sensing something was off, replied, Nah, thanks. I'm enjoying a nap after a morning of work. Oh, come on. Just one little game. All right. The game is simple. I will ask you a question, and if you cannot answer it, you will give me five dollars. Then you will ask me a question, and I will give you five hundred dollars if I cannot answer it. All right. Have at it. Okay, sir. My first question is, how far is the moon from the Earth? Uh, I have no idea. And the he handed the professor five dollars. Now it was the farmer's turn to ask a question.
2: Hmm. All right, I got one for you. What animal goes up the mountain on three legs and comes down the mountain
3: on four? The professor thought and thought, even Googling it on his phone and calling his colleagues to find the answer. After 15 minutes of trying, the professor threw up his hands and admitted, I have no idea, and handed the farmer his $500. The professor then asked the farmer, So, what animal does walk up the mountain on three legs and come down the mountain on four? The farmer admitted, I have no idea, and handed the professor $5.
2: We're guaranteed to suck the humor out of any joke you
3: give us. I got to apologize to my mother for that one because she she heard it at a mass recently and uh, we did our best to retell it. So thank you, mom. (laughs) And, And wait, what's that sound I hear? What is that?
2: Postal Pitbull with our fan mail, the funniest thing fan mail. We got two this week. Oh, radical. Let's pull one out. All right. You got it? (laughs) All All right. right. What do we we got? This one. This one is from Jen Henry, Chicago, and she wrote this. I love listening to this Unity Online radio show, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. What a great and inspiring show. And that's all the way from Chicago. Wow. And the next one is from? Wait, dig in. What's that one with the 8x10 photo envelope? What? Oh, oh, man, Man, I'm, I'm, I thought it was a picture for us. I'm jealous. This one comes from Andrea Berg. Alexandra Berg. Well, Berg. Alexandra Berg. Yes. We, we have a habit of getting everyone's name wrong <laughs> on the show, so please take it mm-hmm. as a compliment. This is Los Angeles. This week's show was great. It was so easy and convenient to listen from iTunes on my phone while I was working on orders. Great, great, great. Keep up the awesome job with this great show. Bella was very excited to hear Gabby the postal pitbull too. And here's a picture, a selfie from
3: Bella for Gabby. Oh yeah, my man. gosh, she's listening to the funniest thing on her laptop. And you could see that on our Facebook fan page today. Yeah, and you know what? It is getting to that time for the end of the show. That's right. We got a roll with so- Laura, thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Let's do a quick reading from the book of rock and roll songs. Oh, wait.
2: What's that around the book? What's that? What's that wrapped around the book of rock and roll songs? It's a hair band. Oh man, this is gonna. Let's wait, unwrap it. Wait, but Ed, why do you? What? What's wrong? Why do you have
3: gas? Why do you have that miserable look on your face all of a sudden? I just feel terrible because I haven't been thinking the nicest thoughts about people. Don't feel bad, Ed. We all do that. You're still a rose in my book. I am. Yes, remember
4: every
3: rose has its thorn Just like every night has its dawn Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song
2: Subscribe to the Funniest Thing podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all your stories, comments, and even funniest things or suggestions to thing at unityonlineradio.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed and find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Thank you so much for being a part of. Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Woo!
3: Your message from
1: Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better than expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.
6: Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and
0: find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology. Available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.